fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Two weeks. Two weeks. That is it for Whoopi Goldberg. She is out for two weeks, and then she is back at it saying ridiculously stupid things on The View. I made the joke. Anybody remember? I'm sure I got a little bit older crowd of listeners here. Anybody remember the musical, The Music Man, where they had the bickering hens? Pick a little, talk a little. Pick a little, talk a little. Pick a little. Yeah. That's what I see as The View. And Whoopi Goldberg, apparently with her stupid comment about the Holocaust, has been suspended for two weeks as the head of uh, the, what is it, NBC, ABC, maybe it's ABC, whatever, as they say that they are giving her time to reflect upon her statement because saying that the Holocaust was not about race and not about the Jews, it was just about inhumanity against humans. That's what it was. It was inhumanity against humans. It had nothing to do with the evil Jews as a left-wing progressive that she is. Uh, She has been suspended for two weeks off The View, and now she's coming out and saying that she is threatening to quit the show because she is, quote-unquote, irate about being suspended for the two weeks to self-reflect on why she's been suspended for two weeks by saying the Holocaust wasn't about race. Wow. Wow. Now, I want to put this into perspective for you for just a second. I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but this really, really does. We're witnessing over the last week or two We are really, truly witnessing the mindset, the internal brain workings of the left-wing progressive, the cancel culture, the I am holier-than-thou elitists that just think that the world needs to run on their clock, and we're just part of their world as they go about their day. We have sunk our heads into the sewers. We breathe the fresh air of toxins that kill the brain cells and keep the Democrats and the progressives on a very low IQ level because this is insanity over the last couple of days. It's been kind of funny. We had the Joe Rogan thing where obviously he didn't even say an opinion He just had two guests on that were somewhat controversial, and people want him canceled. Now you have all these old-school 70s musicians and hippies just trying to boycott. Now it's gone beyond that because now apparently, can't remember her name, some black artist saying that she's pulling her music off of Spotify based on Joe Rogan's comments on race and racism. Yeah, I'm telling you. Cancel culture's legit. We want you shut down. We want you completely dismembered. We want you off completely and never heard from ever again, according to the left. You say something as stupid as saying that the Holocaust wasn't about race because Hitler really didn't despise the Jews. He just, just it was inhumanity against humans or whatever the hell she said. That's okay. That's all right. We're going to protect you. You just need to have a two-week hiatus to reflect on what you said. And she gets angry at it and says now she's threatening to quit, according to the Daily uh, Daily Caller. So yeah, we're really in a weird time right now where, first off, it's a really dumb comment, so it really explains why she's not the most uh, genius individual out there because she doesn't know basic history. But she takes it beyond that and says, now I'm angry because I may have gotten my facts wrong and I apologize. And by apology, by the way, she really didn't apologize. She really just said, I'm sorry that it came out that way because... I get what you're saying, and as a black person or whatever, I understand what you're saying when it is about race. I just didn't see it that way. Which takes it to an entirely new level of uh, victimization, does it not? They, She truly thinks, truly thinks 
that apparently black individuals are the most persecuted race to, you know race victimized individuals on the planet that Jews being killed in the tens of millions didn't count that you know the Chinese being put as labor force that Native Americans and everything nobody else is as bad of a victim as black culture and that's why even World War II where 10 million people died as Jews in the burning furnaces of the Holocaust that wasn't as bad because it wasn't about race it was about just inhumanity Wow. Wow, man, talk about the ultimate privilege and the ultimate victimization. And then when you get called out on it, then you get mad. Well, I'm just going to threaten to quit the show because how dare you actually silence me. But by golly, that Joe Rogan jerk, he had two people on with a different opinion from what we just accept. And you need to be silenced or we're just going to pull everything from you. This is a, I'm telling you, this is good news. I'm not saying it as a bad news. I'm not saying it to complain. I'm not saying it to just, you know, rail on the same thing over and over. This is good news because they're exposing themselves to the point of insanity to where even the ones on the bitter fringe of the left wing are going to start saying, wow, this is really bad. This is really dumb. And we're going to look really foolish really, really soon. So I find it funny. I find it hilarious. I don't care whether she's on there or off there. I don't care whether she, I I mean, I'm glad she's suspended because she really needs to. She really needs to be fired because imagine if Joe Rogan or if I myself or if somebody else said that the Holocaust wasn't about hating the Jews and on some kind of race. It was just about, you know, a bad person doing a bad thing. You noticing a trend? Remember Ilhan Omar during 9-11? I mean, obviously she's a earlier millennial or even younger than a millennial, whatever, because she wasn't even around that time. And she just said 9-11 was about somebody, that some bad people that did something. No, really, I don't know the specifics, just somebody did something. That's essentially what Whoopi Goldberg has said now, was that the Holocaust that cost 6 to 10 million Jews their lives, that cost tens and hundreds of thousands of soldiers their lives all over the world in a world war, it was just... Inhumanity against humans. It was just a bad guy that just hated humanity. It wasn't about anything specific. It was just inhumanity against humans. Somebody did something. Man, they're delusional. They're crazy. They're going off the deep end, and it's showing, which is why we talk about the polls. We talk about the fundraising numbers from the Republicans versus the Democrats. We talk about just you know people trying to survive in society and why you see some people going back to normal, living their life the way they should, while other people are still wearing three masks and spraying themselves in Lysol every 10 minutes because they're scared with hand sanitizer in their fanny packs. I mean, this is the world that we're living in. There are two polar opposites right now happening in society, and it's wild. But I will say, and here's the positive news of the day, is that they are losing the grip, not just on reality, but they're losing the grip on the control that they thought they had and that they would be able to ram through their agenda. And here's what I mean. I don't know whether it's bad karma I don't know whether it's the balancing out of the universe and they push the envelope a little bit too far. I don't know whether it's God's intervention stepping in and saying we're not going to allow this to happen. I don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying this in a good way because obviously health issues are nothing that we joke about. We don't make it. Even if it's Democrats, we hope all the well to individuals that are medically ill. Unlike the left, who's like, oh, yeah, Tony Snow. You remember that guy? The press secretary for President Bush. Uh, He had brain cancer, died of brain cancer. Like, oh, thank God, that crazy radical conservative guy's gone. Thank God. Oh, I hope Donald Trump and his entire family dies of COVID. Oh, I hope someone like, you know, kidnaps Baron Trump and like tortures him or something. All these ridiculously stupid things they say. There's a senator out of, I don't remember where they're out of. Senator Ben Ray Luan has had a stroke and is now out of commission for a while. A Democrat out of New Mexico. And 
he's going to recover. Great news. Glad he's doing okay. First and foremost, that is number one most important thing out there. Glad he's going to be all right. He said he could be, you know, re- rejoining here relatively soon. He's going to make a full recovery. According to Politico.com, 49-year-old New Mexico Democrat senator is expected to make a full recovery. No one knew what had uh, when he would return to the evenly divided Senate. But, I, again, this is a sign or maybe it's just rotten bad luck. While the Democrats are in the middle of trying to do a campaign uh, uh, messaging recovery right now, while Joe Biden's trying to keep on right now figuring out what to do with Kamala Harris, while they both have extremely low voting polls, while Republicans are just destroying Democrats in the campaign fundraising going into the midterm elections, while they can't pass the Build Back Better plan, they can't pass the voter plan, they can't pass anything right now. Now we have something coming up extremely as important as well, that is the Joe Biden nomination for the U.S. Supreme Court. And now they don't have the basic 50-vote majority to do it. Because now you have this Senator Ben Ray Luan, or however you pronounce his name, Luan, Luan, I'm assuming it's Luan, out of New Mexico, who's had a stroke and will be out of commission for a while, bringing them down below the 50-50 tie with the Kamala Harris tie-breaking vote at 51-50 to in the U.S. Senate. Now you have a 50-49 with the Democrats on the lower end there, and even with Kamala stepping in, you'd have a 50-50 vote. So you have to bring over at least one Republican in order to nominate a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Again, uh, this is bizarre. How they take hit after hit after hit while they thought they had the momentum and they thought they were going to do a lot of really crazy, radical, progressive, left-wing socialist garbage. Now they can't. They thought they had the Build Back Better plan. They had one stickler that actually stuck out and stopped it from actually happening. And he's getting a crap ton of money coming from corporations and from executives giving him money, thanking him for not passing the Build Back Better plan. They weren't able to repeal the filibuster votes because of Joe Manchin and a couple others as well. So that was two hits. The voter bill hasn't gone anywhere. The Build Back Better plan hasn't gone anywhere. They're trying the Green New Initiatives now. Now they're trying to pass the U.S. Supreme Court justice and ram through to replace a very progressive U.S. Supreme Supreme Court justice that's going to retire here in a few months. What was it, like April or something? And Joe Biden wanted to nominate by the end of February. Now they can't do it because one of the senators is out. They can't ram through as progressive as what they want. So what's their game plan now? They got to do a more moderate candidate to bring in a Republican or two to be able to support them. Do you just try and strong arm and bully a Republican like a Susan Collins or a Lisa Murkowski or a Mitt Romney or somebody to actually come over and support your crazy radical progressive? That wouldn't look good going into a midterm election. People are a little wary. They're a little shaky during the election season on what they vote on and who they vote for because it could come back to haunt them. And they can't go crazy radical progressive in supporting a U.S. Supreme Court justice because that would, even on the moderate end of the Republican spectrum, make them lose their votes. So I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. God's intervention, just plain bad luck, the balancing out of karmic activity in the universe, however you look at it, they're all the same thing. But however you look at this issue, I find it interesting. And, and at the end, nothing against Ben Ray Luan. I'm glad he's recovering. I'm glad he's going to do well. But holy cow, man, they just take hit after hit after hit. And they're getting angry, which is why I think we're starting to see the lashing out against Joe Rogan. I think we're starting to see that because of the lashing out from Whoopi Goldberg. Because... They have it in their minds. Again, these are the elites. They live in a different dimension. They don't relate to us, the common folk down here in the blue-collar working fields. You know, they don't they don't understand our lifestyle. 
to them, when they make up their mind, they think they are the decision makers. And when they make up their mind, we just have to go along with it. And if we don't go along with it, when we're the deplorables, then we're the racists, then we're the ones clinging to our Bibles and our guns. Even from the ones who say that the Holocaust wasn't about race, it was just humanity against humans because that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, obviously there was something against humanity there, and and Hitler, along with Stalin, along with so many other idiots in in the history, have done horrible things in society. There is a lack of civility in humanity. That's always there. Pretty sure there was a little bit of a slight edge against the Jews in Germany at that time during World War II. Could be wrong on that one. I'm pretty sure that there was a little bit of a uh, a, a intolerance against the Jewish community at that time. You know, people calling up the SS and calling them where they were, rounding up houses, raiding houses, trying to go through houses where they may be hiding, stealing all their stuff, putting them in concentration camps and ghettos, letting them die from starvation, cooking them in ovens. I mean, not to get too graphic here, but pretty sure there was a little bit of an angst against Jews at that time. But by golly, they had they had to go through nothing like what the apparently the black community has gone through in the U.S. Because the U.S. is so evil, according to Whoopi Goldberg, the black community. Her speaking as a black woman, you know, she's just speaking from that where it wasn't about racism, wasn't about race, because they got it so much worse. I, I'm telling you, there is a level of victimization that's bleeding into society that I've never seen before, and I think most people are recognizing it. Others may fall for it, but we're just sitting back here saying, what are you doing, dude? So go ahead and cancel yourself from The View. Another, Just like canceling yourself from Spotify, the cancel culture is continuously canceling themselves all the power to you. It's fun to watch because now you're losing your little bit of voice you thought you actually had. Lots more coming up on The Voice Series and stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration, 24 minutes past the hour. By the way, bottom of the hour, we have James Stewart. No, not the actor, the old school actor, although that would be awesome if you were still around. James Stewart, though, he is the podcaster getting a grip on things. You can find him on YouTube and on Facebook. We'll have him on. He's out of the state of Michigan. So howdy to all of our great friends up in the state of Michigan. He'll be joining us to talk about COVID mandates. And should we be following the ideas of Europe now? I know that's kind of a weird thing to say from the conservative end, but should we be following the guidelines from Europe where we see Denmark, we see the UK getting rid of their vaccine mandates, getting rid of their mask mandates, and should we be following suit on that moving forward through this COVID-19 pandemic? We'll talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes. Speaking of the COVID pandemic, I want to shift gears a little bit here. We kind of made a mistake at the beginning of this pandemic, and I'm like, when I mean that, I mean like all the way back in March of 2020 when all this started to break out, and we were locked up and cooped up in our homes for a while. What did we do essentially at that time? We had no information about what the COVID pandemic had in store for us. We had no clue about the virus, no information. All they said was stay at home, don't go out, don't be around other people, so on and so forth. And I I remember that vaguely. Here's the wild part. Here's my story for this. You always have that kind of like the, you know, 9-11, you remember exactly when things happened and where you were at that time. (laughs) We had just come back from Ohio at that time because we had moved back to Ohio for about six months. We moved back to Kansas here. And we were getting all settled. We were living in a hotel at the time when, and literally like a week after we had left Ohio, Ohio shut down. We moved to Kansas literally a day after we got into the state of Kansas again. Uh, the state of Kansas shut down and the students were on spring break and the governor here in the state ended up shutting things down. And we were in a hotel when the pandemic broke out and they said, everybody stay at home. I was about ready to come back to the radio station that I had left six months ago. They brought me back and uh, we were, we were working on all these great projects. And I decided that we just, we didn't do it. We couldn't do anything. It was locked down. Everything was locked down, but there was a grocery store right beside us. And I remember very vividly, I was not afraid of it in any way. I was like, it's a virus. Like people will be fine, whatever. It's not a big deal. And (laughs) we remember going to the grocery stores again, not seeing all the toilet paper in the, uh, stocking on the shelves, people losing their minds and we're with masks on, by the way, and we're not, we're just walking around doing our normal grocery shopping and uh, just living as normal, just sitting in a hotel room, waiting to start back at the position, doing our thing and just watching on the news, all the shenanigans that was happening. Very strange, but did, was it okay for us to allow that to happen? There's an interesting opinion piece coming out of the Hill, the hill.com that you can find that said coming soon, climate lockdowns. Which really got me to think, it is so true. If we allowed them to lock down, obviously we had no clue what was going on with the virus. And I ask this in all sincerity, in sincerity, do you believe that now looking back in 2020 hindsight, should it have been categorized as a quote unquote pandemic? Should we have locked things down the way we did? Should we have gone about it the way we did? I know obviously we made bad decisions and we did things then because we had no clue. But in a 2020 hindsight position we're in now, should it have been categorized as it was? Because Are they going to use that sort of fear again to do the same thing? There's a gun epidemic. There's a climate epidemic. There's a, uh, you know, the environment, whatever. They're going to say, oh, the ozone layer is being eaten away and there's a lot more smog in these cities going on right now. We're going to lock you down for three days. We're going to make you stop traveling around. We're going to halt production for a couple of days. Let the smog settle. Let the air clear out. Things kind of reset themselves and then go back to business. Have we essentially given them 
and them I mean the government, the federal government, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, the Biden administration, the progressives, the elites, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, have we essentially given them that ability to lock things down if they consider it to be a quote-unquote cause for concern or a public health epidemic or a general welfare problem for the common good? You need to get rid of the smog for the common good. Therefore, we're mandating businesses to stop production. We're mandating you not to drive your cars and to stay at home for a week's time. Have we given them that ability? I don't think we have because the Supreme Court's been kind of pushing back a little bit on some of these mandates. But are they going to try the same tactic on other political issues moving forward? Be a little cautious of it because it worked once. Why wouldn't they try it again just to another extreme level for us to stay at home, stay isolated, and wait for them for the next step? Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already for a midweek celebration. Yeah, it goes by fast. I don't care what anybody else says. The fastest hour of radio on, well, radio. Plus the TV streams, plus the multiple radio stations and the live streaming, the podcasting all over the place, all over the country. The One of the fastest growing shows, maybe, kind of, sort of. Allegedly, we'll go with that one. Welcome back in. You can find us on our social media at Hoosier Reason. By the way, programming note to you, as I mentioned our newsletter is coming out on Friday, our monthly newsletter. If you have not signed up, you can. You still got a couple days left to do it at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. I finished it today, and our blog, that we, we always write a monthly blog on there. Now, I warn you, I am not a writer. I've never been a writer. That is why I'm in radio. I always joke I have a face for radio and a voice for newspaper, but I can't write, so I always just stick with just you know ranting on the radio. That's okay. Uh, but... I did write our blog that will be on the newsletter, and I also submitted it to OpsLens. Now, we have our big, our fans and our partners over with OpsLens, and a lot of people listen to our live stream on the OpsLens app and the OpsLens website and on their social media as well with our live stream for the video. And uh, so we appreciate you guys. We love you. They also are working on their app and on their website, some different entries for written pieces from their hosts as well. So I also submitted it to them to post that on for their written piece. If they want to use it, they can. If not, that's okay. I understand you're not going to hurt my feelings if you're like, Andy, it's just god-awful. Don't. We're not going to post that. (laughs) I am totally okay with that as well. But I did submit it, so Opsilens may post that too as well, and we'd appreciate that uh, too. But if you have not signed up for the newsletter, you can just go to HoosierReason.com. See it when it pops up. says, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yes, I do. Sign up. 
and we'll send you that newsletter every single month. All right, let's get into what's trending for the day. What do you say? What's trending today? So... COVID. Obviously, a lot of people tired, sick and tired of hearing about COVID. The latest stats show that near 75, 78% of the country says that we should just accept that COVID is now a part of our life and get back to normal. That would be really good, wouldn't it? I would love that. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened in many areas of the country. Now, I'm here in Wichita, Kansas, where our flagship station, and Kansas has been relatively okay opening things back up. A lot of states have just been like, yeah, we're open, just get things back to normal. One state, however, that's still struggling slightly would be the state of Michigan. Now, I love Michigan outside of the whole Michigan Wolverine thing, me coming originally from Ohio, so I'm sorry for that. But uh, we love Michigan. We have a lot of listeners up there and excited to have our next guest from there. He is a business owner. He's a businessman. He's also a podcaster, which you can find his show on the Facebook and on YouTube, Getting a Grip on Things. Happy to have on James Stewart with us here. James, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you doing? Hey, li- living the dream. Yeah, appreciate you coming on the show. I got to ask, I mean, are you a Wolverine fan or are you a Spartan fan? You know, uh, I have nothing but respect for Michigan State University, uh, but I am a Wolverine fan. You are a Wolverine. Okay. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Honestly, now that I'm here in Kansas, I, they've kind of like tried to force me to become a K-State fan, so I guess I have to go along with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good, too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also an Ohio fan as well. Ohio gets mad respect for me so hey good times good times well uh, how are things up there i know that michigan obviously with your governor not the most uh, freedom friendly individual uh running that state how are things have the mask mandates vaccine mandate stuff has that stuff loosened up there are you guys still dealing with a lot up there so it's an interesting question because first of all gretchen whitmer who is our governor she's almost non-existent like we don't hear from her once we we told her to stop uh, once her her powers were were stayed by the Supreme Court, she ran out of her her emergency powers, if you will. However, she played a sleight of hand and gave over the ability for the health departments in Michigan to mandate send out these mandates, what they're which they're calling lawful mandates. The, the problem with the word in term lawful mandates from the health department is that our health department does not pass legislation does not enforce law, and there's nothing that they can do. It's the health department. Yeah. So what our schools have done in Michigan, and one of the counties that we are in is in uh, Washtenaw County, Washtenaw County and, uh, and several other counties, they have made policies to incorporate what the health department is saying, because to them, that's the law, because the governor said it's okay. So now here's, here's the problem here in Michigan, is that we have school boards making policies off of mandates that are unconstitutional. And we know that they're unconstitutional because it's medically masking our kids. Um, I'm not an anti-masker or an anti-vaxxer. I, I want choice. And, and I think we're, we're in dangerous ground right now when we're forcing our children to wear masks every day, all day long. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we made a video. Our kids walked into the school unmasked on September 7th. When the mandate started, they protested. And our video went worldwide. It was wow. me in the background saying, guys, go in. They can't touch you, but be kind and show respect. Yeah. Every, hundreds of millions of views on that video. It went across the world, actually. It ended up in Australia. And so we put ourselves on the map here in Manchester by defying these unconstitutional mandates. Um, Good for you. Now, so what was the response to that? Did they kick the kids out of school? It was awful. So I have a lawsuit going against the school, uh, the superintendent, the board, the health department. 
Uh, but it's a constitutional lawsuit for infringing upon my children's uh, constitutional rights. Um, so yes, they segregated our kids. They put them like on different sides of the class. They they called them non. Uh, they called them anti-maskers, and they they would hurdle them and huddle them up into the library and put them in separate rooms. Um, so they didn't know what to do with them for a week straight. Uh, they they continued to uh, berate them, call them names. Uh, there's teachers beg, like getting in their faces, asking them, are they going to comply? Sending them down to the principal. But at the end of the day, these kids were violating a school policy again. So we understand this now going into this, that all of these, the school board and every one of these teachers, including the superintendent, they've all sworn an oath to the constitution of the United States of America. Um, none of them are upholding their oath and they're making mandates that are unconstitutional for our kids. Every single one of these people need to be removed from their positions. Um, They need to be in prison at this point because they are defying and going against our constitution, which is framed to have freedom, uh, freedom of, of body autonomy. You can't medically mask somebody. You can't do any medical procedure without consent. Um, And that's what this has become. So yeah, we are fighting it. The kids are still being tormented. They're, they're, uh, we want it to turn around, but basically lawsuits need to come forward. We need to probably start pulling our kids out of school because money talks. Yeah. Um, that's where we're at. And it's just, it's never going to stop unless we make it stop. Well, you're absolutely right, and kudos for you, and God bless you guys for doing this and and fighting it, but fighting it, like you said, peacefully and respectfully, and then letting them just squirm. The weird part is is that even the mainstream doctors and the mainstream experts and the CDC and the NIH and everybody else has all come out now and said that the cloth mask doesn't stop anything. You need an N95 mask or higher, so why would a school district continue to implement a mask mandate when even the head top medical experts in the country are saying it really doesn't do anything? You need an N95 mask in order to make this even relevant. Right. Um, we don't know why they're doing this. I mean, we're even watching stories right now where and you can, you know, you're going to have to search this, but after the mandates are lifted, teachers are still putting their taping mat masks to kids' faces. The psychological damage that this is doing to children is unbelievable as well. Um, these kids now are being indoctrinated into fear over, over actual, like, rational reason and, and truth. And that, that's another thing. So they're telling us to follow the science, but the science says that a kid touching his mask all day, a kid fiddling with their mask and breathing in their own carbon dioxide all day is actually negative for them. Yeah. Not to mention the psychological effects that it's having on the education process of a child developing their mind. So we don't call this public school anymore where we're from. We call it government school because Boy. the government... It's yeah. completely in control. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've seen study after study that, yeah, number one, this is why even Fauci said at the very beginning, like, masks are going to be useless because viruses can get into the moisture of your eyes if you touch your face or touch the mask the whole time. And try and tell a young kid not to mess with the mask all day long on their face when they're touching their face, they're rubbing their eyes, they're rubbing their face, they're getting into crap, they're moving the mask around. Uh, it, it doesn't do any good, so to force them into it is more of a topical issue. Uh, here's a funny story for you here in Wichita. We've done the same thing with our school board and out of our six-member school board, four of three of them have now become conservatives and won based on this issue. They were training over the last two months to become the new school board members, training in the schools, didn't have to wear a mask. They went to the ceremony to get sworn that was public, 
and they got publicly shamed by the school administrator on not wearing a mask, and they ended up canceling the ceremonial event because they wouldn't wear a mask in the same building that they were actually training in for the last two months where they didn't have oh to wear God. a mask, which is, again, it comes down to it's not about the health. It's about the public view. It's about the persona. It's about the agenda. It's about the per- uh, perceiving of because it's all politics. Absolutely. Um, we, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm a father that backed his children that didn't want to wear in the high school the mask. They wanted the choice to do it. But looking at this and, and the parents in this community, what, what we're realizing here just in our community is that this is far more nefarious even than, than politics. It's, it, is, it is strictly about control. Um, and, and I think what we're witnessing is that they don't want us to question. They just want us to do what they're told. So in the process, at least in our community, as we're unraveling this, a couple things. One, we found out that our health department, uh, Jamena Lovelock, who's in charge of our health department, she has not sworn an oath to the Constitution. We found that through a FOIA, which is she's a public figure. She she is supposed to swear an oath. So she should be removed immediately. We're, We're digging into that. But as we're finding out is that a lot of these public health officials that are in public, they have in Michigan have not sworn an oath to the Constitution. So we're finding this out, and this was designed by somebody. They told them not to swear an oath. Um, so we're looking at this control. We're watching this unfold with our kids. It's political. Wow. But what we're finding out is that this has to do with benevolence. This has to do with where good things come from. It's all control. Yeah. I tell you what, hold, hold yeah, that thought. Were. we got we got to take a hard yeah. break here. Hold that thought. We're talking with James Stewart out of the state of Michigan, Manchester, Michigan. It's Freedom Over Fear and Getting a Grip on Things podcast that he's got on YouTube and on Facebook. Lots more coming up. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Wow, the show goes by way too fast. Welcome back in. Last few minutes here on a midweek celebration on The Voice of Reason. Your political therapists trying to therify you each and every day right here on the show, bringing common sense, reason, and rationale to the airwaves on a daily basis. We're talking with James Stewart. He is with the Freedom Over Fear movement out of Manchester, Michigan. Also, check out his podcast, Getting a Grip on Things. You can find him on Facebook, find him on YouTube. You can hear all the great content there. And uh, first off, James, again, we appreciate what you guys are doing up there. It's, it's awesome because this is how things change. Again, I, I reference our school board elections here uh, where my flagship is. That's how people are angry, people are upset. So the, what do they do out of the four elections that were up for election or re- uh, re-election for our seats for the school board, three out of the four went conservative this time to try and fight these mask mandates. That's what it's going to take. It's wild that they're on such a weird power trip, though, because you would think they would follow the same trends as what we're seeing elsewhere. As we mentioned with the masks, where masks are now uh, essentially useless, according to the federal government, which is what we knew all along and which is what they said at the very beginning. But not even that. Let's go broader. We have Denmark that's getting rid of all of their mask mandates right now. We have the UK in general that's just starting to lighten up on their COVID stuff because we have the Omicron variant, and now the sub-Omicron variant that are all extremely not very dangerous in any way, shape, or form. They give you the sniffles, and while they're more contagious, you can build up in immunity, you can get exposed to it, you can get a drippy nose for a couple of days, and then you can go about your business and now have natural immunity to these things without getting severely ill. But we're not hearing about these stories moving forward, are we? No, no, and and you that's a great point, and that's what I was trying to get into about benevolence, about where good things come from. For the first time in my life, I'm watching a, our, our government system trying to tell us that good things come from government and that while we're on our knees and our hands are up into the air, don't ask God, ask us. We'll give you what you need and we will free you when the time is right. Trust the science. We're in this together. And it's just insane. And, and that's where the narrative of this is just clear for anybody that wants to see it. Like, am I an anti-masker? Am I an anti-vaxxer? No, I'm not. But what I'm, what I'm against is the idea that I don't care how bad this virus is. I think of our fallen soldiers or our veterans that have sacrificed everything to go to a war. Did they give up? Did, did they stop fighting because they were afraid? No, you never give up freedom for fear. You never do that. We don't ever back down for that. Now, we have to, like you said, logic, reason. This is what your show's about. If you even try to question the experts right now, you get uh, censored. You're, you're shut out. So we live in a time right now that if you can't question the experts, they're probably not experts. And that's exactly <laughs> what we need to start saying. If the experts don't want to hear a question asked to them, we need to... Un- seat them and dethrone them immediately. 
Oh, come on, James. I don't know. I mean, Fauci, when he says he is science, not that he supports science or that he follows science, but he is science. So he is the god of science, apparently. And when he speaks, we just need to shut up and listen. <laughs> oh, wow. No, thanks. <laughs> That's the world we live in today. It's wild. I mean, you have uh, look at the, the just the current events and the trends right now. We have Fauci that believes he is science. We have a Joe Rogan podcast, for example. Where you interview someone that may be not mainstream, so therefore you need to be silenced or we will cancel ourselves because we hate you so much. We have Whoopi Goldberg today that says that, you know, apparently the Holocaust wasn't based on race and trying to kill a bunch of Jews. And she's angry and is threatening to quit The View for a two-week suspension because of that comment. I mean, this is a mindset from the other side, like you mentioned, this tyrannical mindset that either you get on board with our worldview or else we're going to overturn the tables and cause anarchy because how dare you think differently than us it's a really weird we've never been in a position like this before i don't think no no we're definitely being divided um i'm going to go as far as to say i believe that this is spiritual um that if regardless of what people want to say about the the spiritual aspect of our of our humanity um our thoughts are divided this is now a right side of history and wrong side of history it's not just even marxism it's it is it's the whole idea of nihilism that has crept in into our culture where nothing matters and only good comes from us as a group. And it's not true. I'm not a collectivist. I'm not a Marxist. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Christian and I, I'm, I, I'm an American. And, yeah. and all the stuff that I'm seeing needs to be put to an end immediately. We need to rise up. We need civil disobedience. It's now. This is the hill to die on. People say it's just a mask. No, no, it's tyranny. It's and so that's how you stop tyranny, every time it's in your face. God bless you on that one. You're absolutely right. And I 100% agree that it is a very spiritual battle that's going on right now. We're out of time, my friend. It's James Stewart. Go check him out. Getting a grip on things. James, let's get you back on the show again real soon. I enjoyed this. I love it. Thanks for having me, and I'm, I'm glad to come back. Hey, absolutely. We'll get you back on the program again real soon. We appreciate that. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a little bit as well. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is the voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.